0: Hey, listen, welcome to the Hey Listen Gamescast. My name is Jeffrey Morse. We got an op- awesome episode uh, for you guys here today. This is episode 21. You guys believe it? Episode 21. Crazy. Our podcast is old enough to drink. Woo! Prohibition!
1: Um... No, that's when <laughs> they
0: didn't drink, Jeff. <laughs> so, uh, as always, uh, back this week, uh, we are all three together. Uh, Nathan Wagner is joining us today. How's it going, Nathan?
1: uh it's going good yeah i'm excited to be here
0: i know what you did this weekend oh so much he fell to the temptress of bethesda (laughs) Bethesda,
1: i feel its hooks like in me again like i've played Uh it every single day since i got it for at least two hours
0: yeah so we'll be talking more about uh the new skyrim at the end of the show and then also with us today is the king of pronouncing bethesda rob douglas
2: Oh, we were I feel like, I, was earlier, I was saying earlier is like I feel like every podcast has to have at least one person who pronounces everything wrong, <laughs> but says it with such confidence. You are like, oh, they must be right.
0: <laughs> like,
1: wait, <laughs> uh, is it that Sadia? Uh, <laughs> so we got
0: a, we got a fun show planned for you guys today. Um, Nathan's gonna be sharing uh, part of his backlog. Um, we have an indie spotlight game that we will also be touching on. But first, we have a couple new stories we wanted to talk with you guys. So there was. Two new characters um, kind of revealed today in uh, two of my favorite games this year. Uh, first one we're going to talk about is in Pokken. Um, they had a Japanese Pokken um, event uh, today. A live stream that revealed that none other than drumroll, roll. Mm-hmm. Drum roll oh, Croagunk oh is <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> which I didn't know was the actual name. I recognize the Pokemon because I played Pokemon X. But I'm like. Did you when name I actually yours say it, weird or something. Yeah, I always give nicknames. Uh, and then, like, when you actually say Crow Gunk out loud, it just kind of, I don't know, it gives me a weird it's, it's weird taste to my lips. Crow Gunk. Just Crow Gunk? But there's an A.
1: No, the Crow-a. A is, like, makes the O long.
0: Crow Gunk. Okay, Crow Gunk, apparently. So now I'm Rob. I'm pronouncing things apparently right. Apparently, none of us can pronounce anything <laughs> right. Uh, but, anyways, Crow Gunk confirmed he is a fighting slash poison type. So I guess it makes sense, fighting type in a fighting game. Uh, but they put a little uh, gameplay trailer out. I. I <laughs> It it looks looks awesome. Okay,
1: Jeff. So Jeff asked me, he's like, do you hear about Krogunk? Like, this seems like a stupid Pokemon be putting in. I was like, I don't know. Like, I used him a couple... um, I played with him for a couple hours in Pokemon Y when I was playing through that and enjoyed him. Thought he was kind of a cool character. He's actually a fighting character, so it makes sense. And then we watched a kind of gameplay video of him that they put out. And all of his moves are hilarious. It looks like if you hold down... Uh, he does, like, a sexy pose sideways, like he's, like, looking at you from the bed or something it, like it's, that. It's like
0: the King Dedede pose in Smash Bros. when you hold down. Like, he's, like, on his elbow. So, um, oh, And, like, even, like, his burst move, he, like, spawns, like, 50 guns and they all jump on the enemy. Then he, like, yeah, a- shoots them with a laser, and they explode. <laughs> like, just really kind of random. So it does look like he might be kind of a fun character to just kind of mess around with and troll people with.
1: Yeah, he looks funny
0: yeah so um as, as much as i'm not a big fan of the name or the character design i think uh they're doing a cool job with him in pokken um but at the same time it's come to uh made me realize that we now have crogunk we have Darkrai that's been confirmed and it's been in arcades for a while we have um caesar who is in japanese arcades as well we have the uh, third pokemon yeah so there's three dlc fighters that have been added to pokken but only the japanese arcade version which isn't in america
1: you would think that it would be harder for them to add dlc characters to an arcade to an arcade cabinet yes just distributing it dlc through the internet yeah
0: because the, this game originally came out in arcades and then a few months later that's uh when the wii u version got announced and re- eventually released yeah um and with the success of the Smash Brothers DLC characters, I, I thought Nintendo would be all over adding DLC characters to Pokémon. So when they announced I was like, sweet. And then the characters are coming out and being announced, but they're only for the arcade version, not for the Wii U. And at this point, there's like no announcement, no updates on whether or not they'll ever come to Wii U. And so we're just kind of at this point, the Switch is coming out in six months. We're just kind of assuming that they'll never come out yeah. for Wii U for some unknown reason.
1: I think it just must not be worth it for Nintendo. I mean, this game sold a million
0: copies. It, got it released, has to be it worth it. It released
1: this last March, and it sold a million copies within its first couple of months, which is. It
0: outsold Street Fighter 4. Yeah, for it like outsold Street month. Fighter 4, which is. Or Street Fighter 5, excuse me. Or Street
1: me. Fighter 5, yeah.
2: But I feel um, like Nintendo is also sort of stepping away from the Wii U, especially now that they've announced the Switch. Because there was even a rumor going around, or maybe it's confirmed now, that uh, they're going to stop making Wii Us by the end of this week. Yep. Yep. And so, I I, I would almost be surprised if they sent DLC to the Wii U yeah. at this point. I,
0: mean, I think, I think it's... the DLC is already made, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the. It must be too much work for Nintendo to be able to optimize it for the Wii U and make it work on there. Well, isn't it? it... I guess they, I, I feel like they must have looked and been like, it's not worth it. Time versus money cost it, for it. Is it Nintendo because... though, or is
0: it the actual like developer, like the Tekken developer? The Tekken or developer. Or I mean,
1: they're making Tekken Seven right now, so maybe Are they're they? just oh, yeah. Okay. Their Tekken Seven has been announced and it's supposed to release next year, so maybe they're just really focused on that and kind of aren't. Yeah,
2: that might be more of a Tekken issue than I don't a. Know. Uh, but I'm, okay, I'm
1: guessing I'm putting in if they're making it for arcades, it seems like it wouldn't be that hard to optimize. Yeah, for Wii I'm, U I'm guessing at this
0: point it. with just no news or updates that it's not going to come to EU. Yeah. The only way I see this coming out is if, for some reason it gets um backwards compatible on the switch or they release a new version on the switch, then maybe they'd throw this new characters in for like the you know updated switch version but um yeah i I mean which is sad because I would totally jump back into Pokemon. In. um I was talking to Nathan before, and both of us bought the game, but we haven't really played it in the last couple months um mm-hmm. I got into ranked pretty heavy uh this summer and played a lot, but just haven't really gotten back into the swing of it with um, some of the other games I've been playing. So I, I would love to, to try out these new characters and uh, give that game a little bit more life for me, just like you know they did with Smash, but yeah. I don't know. Um, so let us know. If you have Pokken, um, are you disappointed that these supposedly aren't going to be coming to Wii U? Uh, do you not care? Would you even buy them if they did come out? Um, let us know on Twitter, which, uh, in case you didn't know, you can follow us on Twitter, At heylisten underscore games. Be sure to follow us on there. Uh, We've been putting up a lot of content this week, actually. And uh, we'll kind of talk about that, I think, at the end of the episode. Give you some plugs there. Uh, But Mm -hmm. next uh, piece of news, Rob, you want to hit us up? Yeah, so Kingdom Hearts has been a
2: a big fan favorite for a long time. Um, Particularly of me. I don't know. Nathan's played a little bit. Jeff, have you ever played Kingdom Hearts?
0: I have not played it once. I played a demo of the 3DS version, but I heard that wasn't really. That doesn't count. No, not really. But <laughs>
2: if you're any fan of Kingdom Hearts, you know that there's like 14 different sequels and spinoffs. And but only like two a billion. real ones, right? Yeah, and only two real ones. Okay. And some of them sort of count in the storyline. And some of them are like part of like a backwards like mixed up timeline. And I mean, the story is more complicated than Lost. Um,
1: but That is a complicated story.
2: Wow. Uh, they were re-released on the PS3 last generation as Kingdom Hearts High Definition 1.5 Remix and 2.5 Remix. And they are now all, recently as of, I think it was yesterday, announced that they were all going to be coming to the PS4. What's the name this
0: time? How many syllables?
2: (laughs) So far, I think the only name they have for it is straight up just, Kingdom Hearts High Definition 1.5 plus 2.5 Remix. I don't think they have an official name for it yet, because if that's what they're going to call it, that's kind of a mouthful.
1: I I don't understand how whoever is in charge of marketing or naming games over there still has a job, because their names are ridiculous, especially like 1.5, 2.5. 2.8 is coming out in January. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to weigh up to 3, baby.
2: (laughs) Well, and and just wait, because here's the name of the games that will be on there.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah, because there's a bunch of different ones. Because I bought Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD for the PS3 back. Yeah. Like that was only 1.5. We're up to 2.8 now, Nate. Exactly. i <laughs> way behind. Well, we're well
2: past that. So there's Kingdom Hearts Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts Re Chain of Memories, Kingdom Hearts 358 slash 2 Days, which is actually high-definition remastered somatic. So that one was for the uh, Game Boy. And Wait, a Game
0: Boy game on this?
2: Or not Game Boy. Game Boy it's, uh, Yeah. Wow. And um they uh remastered the cinematics so they're all high definition now
0: instead of high definition 2D, Game, Boy, Vance game Boy. Vance. Boy.
1: I didn't
2: Well, know they did actually Boy
0: Vance like had high or definition. like they remade the entire they game. They
2: remade. They made them into high definition 3D did animation. Did they
1: remake the game or just the cinematics?
2: I think just the cinematics. I don't know about the <laughs> so game. You're going
1: to be playing this old crappy looking game and then <laughs> Random
0: really nice CG
2: cutscene <laughs> exactly. and go back to pixel art. That's funny. Or it'll just be the uh, uh, cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep, Final Mix, and Kingdom Hearts Recoded. I don't know why they name them this way. I
0: mean, yeah, these they really are kind need of some help on their branding. Things.
2: Yeah. But uh, Kingdom Hearts two point eight is the sequel or the carry forward of one of the characters from Birth by Sleep which was a Game Boy Advance title and I I I don't even know what or 3DS, sorry. Does
1: any of these include Dream Drop Distance cuz that was the 3DS one, right?
2: Yeah, no, it does not. Does 2.0 doesn't it, either. Not that I am aware Who of it, but It's probably on there
0: somewhere, just tucked away in one of the point something. <laughs> we also at this point, I mean,
2: we know when this one is coming out. It's coming out March 28th, 2017 for $50, which Kind of surprised me because Kingdom Hearts three is announced to come out this year.
0: No, next year. I don't year, think that's right? going
2: to happen. It's, it's It'll
0: just keep getting There's true.
2: no official date for it, so it's if they're re-
1: yeah,
2: if they're releasing yeah, this mix of all these, it's going to be yeah, it's going to be like 2018 maybe. I mean, we've been waiting since 2006 for Kingdom Hearts three. So is, I mean, I guess be we'll another
1: year. is like the same team or similar people working on Final Fantasy 15 and Kingdom Hearts three. Because I think I heard I, that, like I'm some, sure of, some the of the same people, people are yeah. similar. I wouldn't be
2: surprised if there's some crossover, because I mean it's a lot of the same characters and a lot of the same animation style. But yeah,
1: so I feel like Final Fantasy 15 of the older... comes out this month, the end of this month, and then they'll be like a year of working on, and then it'll come out sometime in 2018. Oh, we have a cool Twitter handle header. I didn't notice that.
0: Yeah, I updated our uh, Twitter he- header. It's a really cool, kind of like Destiny uh picture, but it's in the style of like the Red Dead 2 like announcement photo that they put up. That was pretty cool. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. So Kingdom Hearts, if you're interested in that, it'll be awesome. I definitely will be buying more of these because I had a, I played them on for or a lot of them on PS2 and Game Boy back in the day. But so, uh, I would I, like to get them all in one spot.
1: So have you because I thought you had just played Kingdom Hearts one and two. So you've played some of the other
2: i played one like and two. Uh, I played the uh, recoded, no, Chain of Memories one.
1: Okay.
0: And I've
2: also played a little bit of the 358 slash two days.
0: Just to confirm here, are the main Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2 games in this remix? Yes. They are. So They're those are Kingdom the Hearts two games Final mix that you want to pick this up for and play. Those
2: are the two games you definitely
1: want to play through. Cool. Yeah, that would be my
2: recommendation. It's kind of like the Skyrim remastered. If you haven't played these games, this would be the way to do it. High definition on the PS4, and all six of those games, one disc.
1: Yeah, but there's the the amazing. We were talking about it's all PS2 games
2: and Game Boy games, and yeah. (laughs) So they
1: HD 1.5 and 2.5. They released both of those remixes as separate releases on the PS3, and I don't Mm -hmm. think they've updated the visuals since then they've just ported kind of the ps3 visual so it'll have the ps3 visuals. so it will have the ps 3 visuals so it will not look like any better um since the ps3 remaster
0: so it'll be look better than ps2 obviously yes but it won't be like a ps4 like full power no remaster no no no. it's more just like a greatest hits type thing yeah exactly like mario all-stars but with kingdom hearts people spiky hair yes but mario all-stars and key swords and and mickey shoes right
2: yeah Uh,
1: (laughs) <laughs> i kind of i bought it because i like disney characters and then i stopped playing because the worlds were not that cool eh,
0: I, you're not that cool I, I might give it a shot okay. someday i know the music's good i've listened to some of the music yeah um, the music is good but uh the story is I really would buy dumb it, mostly because i just <laughs> <laughs>
1: but maybe that's just cause it's complicated yeah I've,
0: I've heard other people complain about the story as well um, it's really anyways, complicated. Yeah. if let us know are you excited about this um or is it just kind of too much you're just like just give me kingdom hearts 3 i don't care about any of this other stuff give me the new game with frozen in it for all of you frozen lovers out there uh nathan (laughs) just let it go okay (laughs) Um, so last piece of news new overwatch character sombra that we've been hearing so much about for the last three or four months and by so much i mean so much but so little at the same time uh Sombra has been officially leaked. The uh, really cool piece of artwork uh, got leaked. We uh, uh, tweeted it out. I think I retweeted it in um, friend of the show. Speedbiker tweeted it out, and uh, so you can check out that piece of art. It looks really cool. She's kind of got like this cool, like blue purple color scheme, and I was like, almost like these like laser type things coming out of like her fingertips. Yeah, it looks
1: like she has like electricity or lasers or something along those lines. She yeah. looks super cool. Like, the
0: backstory supposedly she's, like, a hacker and stuff like that. So it kind of makes sense that we kind of have, like, a really techie, like, technological hero who uses maybe electricity and other stuff to kind of hack or do some cool things. So I'm interested to see, you know, what she actually looks like, what her weapons are gameplay-wise and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think I, I go on the Overwatch Reddit um, a few times a week and just kind of mm-hmm. check in on things. And they've been doing kind of this big ARG just, like – slow unveiling of like hiding little things in like source code on blizzard websites and it's just been going on like since like the middle of summer and it's just been going on way too long they still haven't officially unveiled anything like there's been a few yeah. leaks but um it's just been kind of i think everyone's hit the tipping point we're like yeah it's kind of cool and stuff for a while but we're just kind of exhausted we just kind of want to see the character so i think we'll get the actual character reveal this week i've said that before but BlizzCon is November fourth, um, so that's oh, what, two, that's this week, three days this from now. Yes. So, I they I gotta, hope that nice. you got to show it during BlizzCon. Um, I'm sure the character won't be you know actually released as playable for you know another month or so. But
1: well, didn't um, they release? Um, didn't they just kind of when they finally did confirm her? Didn't they just kind of announce and drop? Uh,
0: um What's An- the name of the anna name? got anna, yeah. anna got dropped on the test servers about a week after the unveiling if i remember okay. and then it was another two or three weeks after that oh, okay, when okay. she came in so i i would hope that it so she would come in too long. yeah well and i the new competitive season starts um i think the the very end of november and so i don't think they're gonna want to drop her in the middle of a competitive season like they did with anna because that caused chaos so i would hope that they would try to Get her launched before the new competitive season. Yeah, I starts. could see her
1: coming out like maybe a week before. Or something yeah, like that. So, that would
0: be wise. Would so we'll see. It, Sweet. it was complete chaos when Anna got released, and they hadn't, they didn't have the rule you can only pick one hero in competitive at the time. Yeah. So I'm like trying to get my rank up in competitive mode, and there was like all five people playing Anna, where like no damage whatsoever. It was, it was really bad. So um, yeah, but I'm excited to play with her, and we'll we'll keep you guys updated uh, next week if they unveiler mm-hmm. or we'll probably just uh tweet it out there to you guys so her
1: concept art looks really cool so i'm really interested to yeah. see what her mm-hmm. actual game play ends up if, being like, if
0: there's anything blizzard that. does well they do a great job um with their character designs like every yeah. single character like in overwatch is like so so smart such great design great use of like you know everything and like each of these characters i've said it before i like have their own game like that's how well designed yeah. All these characters are so, yeah, um, I'm and excited. Gameplay wise, they do a really good job
1: of balancing them all for the most part
0: and making, making sure they're all unique, unique. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, stay tuned for that. Um, I think it's pretty exciting. So, great. So, that ends our news segment. We're moving on into our second segment, which is talking about our indie game spotlight. We try to bring you guys an indie game um, that maybe you haven't heard of uh, quite yet or maybe just didn't give a chance um, and just kind of bring you up to speed on a title that we really enjoyed that's not AAA that we think you guys should uh, try out. So this week's pick is Fast Racing Neo, um, developed by Shinen uh, Games. They are a small developer out of Germany. They're only about a team of four or five people. And the thing I love about Shinen is they – really take the time to put polish into their games um they put a game out on launch for the uh, wii u that i picked up um and it was called nano salt Neo. It was a sequel to a 3ds game they made and it was one of the best looking games on the wii u at the time even though it was made by such a small team and they spent about three or four years after putting that game out working on this next game fast racing and i was really looking forward to because you guys know i'm a big f0 fan and this is kind of been the closest game we've gotten to an F-Zero since then. And um, the great thing about uh, Fast Racing Neo is you can play four-player split screen as well as online with up to eight other players. And so it's kind of taken, you know, the speed and other things we loved about F-Zero and kind of brought it up to the modern world where you can play, you know, in HD and 60 frames per second and online and um, I've, I've had a lot of fun. It came out uh, a, about a year ago, um, December. Last December. December of last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, another reason we're also kind of talking about is a new DLC actually dropped for it uh, this last month where there's eight new tracks, 10 new vehicles. And it's amazing because this new DLC costs $5. So you get eight new tracks, 10 new vehicles, a couple other things for uh, 5 bucks. So it's really just kind of a, they said it's kind of a thank you to the fans. And they also, it also comes bundled with the, retail version that is um i think it's only out in europe right now the retail version is it coming um, out in north america i don't think there's any plans right now to bring it out in okay. north america but okay. um makes sense yeah it was e- it's an eShop game but they made a package version for uh for europe that has all the dlc in there as well but um i know i know you got it uh, about the game too nathan what are you uh what are your thoughts what do you like about the game
1: um so i really like lo- i felt like it was a super good value it was only 15 bucks so i really enjoyed that portion of it and kind of just the there's what 32 tracks in this game is that right
0: oh 32 levels no there's not, a, there's oh, not, the there not? it's I like was, i think there's like 12 or 15 I think
1: maybe 16 yeah okay um but i feel like the they're all like really hard and then there's different there's three different levels you can play on and each one gets progressively faster which makes um each one kind of harder um so that was really fun the online play um worked pretty well um, when it I worked well it. when you
0: can find matches. Yeah, the <laughs> hardest
1: thing was being able to find matches because it was an eShop game on Wii U, so there wasn't always a ton of people playing. But when you could find matches, it worked really well. There wasn't really any lag or anything like that, which was nice. Um, but, yeah, it was really fun to be able to just kind of um, – the best thing about it, in my opinion, was just how fast it was and you could kind of set time trials and stuff like that, which was always mm-hmm. try and set, like, your best racing times. So.
0: Yeah, and, like, it it runs the game uh, two-player split-screen in in 60 frames per second at 1080p, yeah, so like amazing. looks beautiful. Like I don't know how this small team is able to do it, uh, and it's also kind of got a soft spot in my uh, heart because uh, at the PAX event I went to last year, I got to meet Martin, who's like the head developer for it, and I was talking about the game, and you know he's got this thick German accents, and he flew all the way over from Germany to show it uh in Seattle and he's like, Oh, like so glad. Thanks for like, you know, supporting the game and stuff. I'm glad you're excited for it. And then he let me and my wife like demo the game like up on the, the big screen, like at the event. And we got like a picture with him. He gave us like a poster, like limited edition that he signed for us to take it up in my game room. And so I, I just really really love the the team. Like Martin like did all the music and like coding. Like he did like everything for this game. So just crazy like what this really small team was able to kind of put out. And it's like a really, really polished one of the best games on the eShop
1: yeah exactly and the other game they put out in the eShop is nano assault neo which is kind of a twin stick shooter game That's yeah, yeah. also really beautiful so, it's like a phone.
0: geometry wars type so, game hmm. yeah
1: they are really talented and they are confirmed to be developing for the nintendo switch i think they, yes, confirmed that, like, they did like the day it was announced so <laughs>
0: they're very excited it's exciting. exciting stuff so and i think a lot of their games would be great to have uh you know that mobility portability as well so yeah i would love to have a game even if it's a racing game like this, to be able to take on the go. So if you miss F-Zero, play this, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's the closest <laughs> closest thing that we have to F-Zero. Um, I will say, you know, F-Zero does have a few things that I like a little bit better. Um, F-Zero has boost pads throughout, scattered throughout levels, and so you have to kind of you know, know where those boost pads are and try to hit those to get ahead of the competition. While well, in this one it's a little harder to get, like, farther ahead of um, your competitors because um really only way to boost is by picking up little orbs um that will basically build up your boost meter or there are boost pads that you just have to switch colors and that's one of the main mechanics of the game you're switching back and forth between blue and orange so if you see there's like a blue track you switch to blue you see orange when you switch to orange um but they're pretty big and they're kind of hard to miss so usually like if you miss one um it doesn't set you you know back too far they're pretty easy to get unlike the f-zero like Boost pads, which are like on very wide tracks, and they're kind of very small, and they're kind of um, they give you a lot more of an advantage if you do hit them. So that that is one thing I did like more than F Zero. But one of my oh I forgot about, how could I forget about this? The announcer that they got, they hired the same exact voice actor as F Zero GX for oh, Fast Racing. that's Resident. right, I forgot. About so that. it's the same that's guy. So awesome. Three, two, one, go! And like the same exact voice actor. Like yeah you got first place like the same exact guy. So that made me so happy being like an (laughs) F-Zero fan. Like they wanted, you know, so hard to kind of bring back a lot of those feelings we have for Mm F-Zero. And honestly, I thought Nintendo should like hire these guys and have them like head up a development team to like make a new F-Zero game, like published by Nintendo, like use the IP. I thought, I think that would be amazing, but you know, I'm sure they're, they're probably still doing their, their own IPs and something new for the switch. But
1: yeah, I think a lot of people kind of wanted them, especially when Fast Racing Neo came out last December. A lot of people were like, why didn't you just like buy them and make them make F Zero for you, and that would be perfect, Nintendo. I mean, on their <laughs> own, they already made
0: this amazing game. Yeah, exactly. But with and that extra Nintendo layer of polish and, and yeah, and character and just like love that N- Nintendo puts into it, it would be but even better. Nintendo but. doesn't love F Zero, so I guess that's why.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that <reminds> me, <laughs>
0: everyone loves Captain Falcon still. Totally.
2: Only in Smash Bros.
0: Uh, but, uh, yeah, so check out Fast Racing Neo if you're looking for a fun racing game on the Wii U. Um, like Nathan said, it's 15 bucks. If you already got it, uh, $5 gets you a bunch of new levels and other features in the game, which is a really good value. And it's a pretty fun uh, multiplayer game, well, um, either online or split screen. So, yeah, definitely check that out if you're looking for a new eShop game on your Wii U.
1: Sweet. Sounds good. Great.
0: So, we are going to move in to one of my favorite segments here on the show. Uh, it's that part of the show where Nathan shares part of his enormous backlog. And Nathan, before you start, I just want to give a little context here. Uh, Nathan uh, moved about a year and a half ago. And as I was helping him move, I'm I'm unpacking some of his boxes. He's like, oh, yeah, go sit some of that stuff over there. And... um. As I was helping him uh, unpack some of his boxes, I got a box that had a bunch of DVDs and um, like video games. And he's like, Oh, yeah, you can unpack those and like, stack them over there. So I'm unpacking all of his games. And as I'm going, I'm like, Huh, I didn't even know you had this game. We're like, I've never even seen you play this. And he's like, Oh, yeah, you know, it's part of my backlog. And so I made a stack of the games that were in his backlog and, <laughs> and the, then games the, the games that he has beaten. beat. And I even was like generous. I'm like, Okay, like, I'll give you like you know Smash Bros. and other games you can't technically beat. I put those in your beat pile, and like the games he hasn't beat, like all the cases stacked up was about uh, three, four, probably four feet, four feet, <laughs> four oh. feet high, just <laughs> like stacked horizontally, little you know what, like quarter inch cases, and uh, his his completed game was about maybe a foot or so. So, um, Rob, are you playing music? No, no, weird. I'm hearing a. Uh, Music on my screen. Um, so, anyways. Our computer
1: <laughs> is being taken over by aliens. Confirmed as real. It's the end of the <laughs> world as we know it.
0: I, think I mean, Halloween okay. was so, Nathan, yesterday. So without any hesitation, the are possessed. you uh, ready to share? What game from your backlog have you not finished? You're going to share with us this week.
1: Um, so, game I am sharing from my backlog this week goes by the title of... Red Dead Redemption, um, <laughs> made by uh, Rockstar.
0: Sorry, <laughs>
1: by Rockstar. Just a
0: little old company named Rockstar. Just a
1: little company named Rockstar. Oh, guys, um, yeah. Published by 2K. Uh, Two K. Game came out originally. Uh, yes, game came out originally in 2010, I believe. Is that right? Um, and I remember everyone talking about it, but at the time, I didn't have either a PS3 or 360. I only had a Wii which obviously that game did not come out on the wii so i picked it up when i got my ps3 i got my ps3 2011 i think i picked this up like at a for a game sale for like 10 bucks or something like that in 2013 yeah there you go somewhere around there um but picked it up didn't play it for a while after i got it finally i was like i need a game to play um so i popped in my ps3 started it i really liked the intro it kind of sets things up really really well um kind of the backstory of you like the twilight princess
0: goat farming part (laughs) Mm, i think i blocked that part out of my memory (laughs) there's a Um, part where you had to like herd a bunch of like cows or goats in the very beginning i remember that i'm like did no one learn any lessons after twilight princess (laughs)
1: yeah so i think um i really liked kind of the intro and setup of the story i thought that they did a really good job with that um the game setting is pretty cool in the wild, wild like old west. Yeah, it's, um, like, it's kind of a very underused. On, yeah, it's on, of games and it's on the
0: border general. of kind of like Texas and Mexico, so it's got yeah. that that uh, southern feel. Yeah, of it's there.
1: the kind of the whole landscape is very dusty. You kind of start off, excuse me, on a ranch, um, and kind of can unlock di- you can unlock different things for your ranch and stuff, right? If I remember correctly, um,
0: I don't, yeah. I, I don't remember unlocking things remember. in the ranch, but you can find. Any horse that you find in the wild, you can tame it and make it your own, which that was oh, one of the things Oh, that's loved. right. I would just go around trying to find, like, the coolest-looking, like, horses and hitch them up and, uh, you know, claim them as my own. I'd name all my horses, and they would, like, tragically die, and I'd be really sad <laughs> and have to go find <laughs> it. Yeah,
1: yeah. I remember um, – and so I got about, I think – uh eight hours into it or something like that um jeff asked me to estimate how much percentage i had played of this game like completed completed of this game and i said probably like six to eight percent probably (laughs) (laughs) um one hour one percent
0: about that yeah probably something like that i
1: i explored a fair amount i played through the story somewhat um but i think what kind of made me stop playing um is one rockstar games don't really have the best uh combat i don't think especially i remember red dead like the shooting system it's a little finicky it's kind of finicky um they had the bullet time thing which was kind of cool i think because originally when it came out it was like one of the first games to do that right yeah kind of like a A slow-mo um but i didn't it worked well but um kind of beyond that the cover system didn't always work for me super well and then i started (laughs) riding around the desert and after a while i felt like it just felt really empty like there was not a lot going on so maybe i missed a lot of stuff but i just didn't feel like there was a lot going on and the setting was super super dusty and kind of like dirt which i don't know i just found it kind of <laughs> boring games it was just very brown and like i don't know i, I didn't think but it was that pretty those sunsets yeah the, the sunsets were
0: very good um but i just, I just like sitting there and just watching the, the sunset of the different things Happened in the game. I remember it was one of the games that kind of blew, uh, blew my dad away when he saw me playing I was borrowing uh-huh. it from a friend. And it was, like, back when the game, like, first came out, I was borrowing it from a friend for uh, Xbox 360. And uh, he, like, walked in as I was playing and he's like, what are, you, what are you watching? Like, what are you playing? I'm like, oh, it's this cowboy game called Red Dead. And he's just like, whoa. And he just, like, stood there and watched for three minutes. And I'm <laughs> like, wow, to get my dad to, like, watch a new game like this, that, that's, uh, that's pretty rare. And so he was, he was pretty impressed with just kind of, like, how – the game looked and I loved I like the ambient music as well. I do not do you remember any of the music or what did it not stick um, out to
1: you? I remember some of the like western tunes kind of being cool um, with the banjo is there a banjo well, in Yeah, that and game? it's got I kind of, of remembered... like
0: a little like guitar bang, bang, Yeah, bang.
1: so I remember some of that You can't stuff, have but a but classic western game
2: without you. a banjo. <laughs> of course <laughs> okay.
1: there was a banjo. Sorry, I'm I really, sound really <laughs> stupid there. But um I think the I don't remember the ambient sounds, but with the new one getting announced, I want to go back and play through it and give it kind of give it another chance to maybe see why everyone really liked it so much and see if maybe um, – because I think I remember I caught, like, one horse or something like that. So that sounds like a really cool um, opportunity. And then the thing that got me really excited about the trailer release for Red Dead 2 was just the – it looks like it's more of a – Little bit further north setting probably, like maybe in Colorado and stuff like that. Mm. Um, with less dust, which I <laughs> kind <laughs> of was it was too dirty. 7. I don't know. 9, too much dust. <laughs> exactly.
2: So Dude, I what's don't know. a cowboy movie without a big dust storm? I don't know. <laughs> it's is a stable of the genre.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um I Come recently on, watched by the way, I recently watched Magnificent Seven, which is a great um take on Western. So I'm excited uh, about a new it out movie that looks it. like Western. Oh, yeah, that, that, that also looks, looks cool. cool. But anyways, um, so I want to go back and play this, give it another shot before the new one. And I have a year till it comes out. Um, so hopefully I'll get a chance to go yeah. back, try it out, give you it another should. shot.
0: It, it's super fun. Like I know, I know parts that can be kind of hard to get into. Some of the story missions are kind of meh. But there's other story missions that are really cool. Like There's one when you're on a train and you like – you have to like uh transport this like chain gun like uh across and then there's another like a minecart level where you're pushing this minecart and like shooting guys like a bandit as you're going and
1: yeah see i don't think i ever got into i don't remember any missions that ever got me out of the kind of the wide wide wild west of the mm-hmm. dusty plains like i don't remember going into any caves mm-hmm. or anything like that so i think that would add a lot to the game
0: yeah th- there there are pockets of that throughout okay. the game but yeah i don't know for me one of my favorite things was just exploring the open world and just like because there's just random events that you happen you might be just Mm -hmm. riding your horse and all of a sudden you hear someone off to the left go like help help me (laughs) so like you can keep on going or you can go and like oh this woman's getting held up you can take out the robbers and save her and get heroic points or you can help the bandits uh rob her and you can make some money off of it and lose heroic points and so there's lots of choices you can make too and I, yeah. I'll say I'm not proud of some of the decisions I made, but most of my decisions were very heroic, okay? <laughs> Once right. again, I Don't feel bring like that we need, need again, to bring Ryan. this up.
2: We need to bring it up, tying <laughs> people to train tracks. Okay, it and was for the achievement, maniacal okay? There. I'm an
0: achievement
1: hunter. I am never going near a train track with you again, <laughs> Jeff.
2: I think it was less to do with the fact, like, I can understand the whole achievement hunting thing. It was the fact that you were maniacally laughing while you were doing
0: this. <laughs> I was getting a character, <laughs> okay. okay? You gotta play the okay.
2: part. All right. I yeah. think one of the things I loved about the Red Dead Redemption game was just you could be whatever type of cowboy you wanted. Kind of yeah. like what you hinted at, like, the with the honor system, you know, you could just wander the wilderness on a horseback pretending like you're that guy who's riding off into the sunset or you could shoot up all the bandits or help the bandits or you know you you just had so much freedom as a cowboy and it was awesome i love that
1: that's awesome yeah um so i have a question for both of you guys now kind of something new for my uh backlog mm-hmm. have you guys played this game which i think you both have obviously and mm-hmm. then did you finish it or is this game a part of your guys's backlogs
0: <laughs> okay Whoa. i have a good excuse because so you're saying this is a part of your backlog. it is part of my backlog uh because originally like i said i borrowed from a friend from 360 when i was in like it was in my last year of high school or something like that mm-hmm. and so i played you know maybe like the first 15 20 percent you know a little bit but not not a ton um and then when I got into college, I think I borrowed it from Rob because you had it Rob, right? Yep. I borrowed it from you. And I think maybe one other friend and I put some more time in it. I got pretty stinking close to the end. I want to say I got at least 70, 80% of the way through the story. I was getting really near the end. Um, but that, I think that was right before the Wii U came out. Once the Wii U came out, I'm like, Oh, I don't need a bar anymore. I got, I want to play my new Nintendo stuff. I don't have to play Xbox anymore. <laughs> um, and so I didn't finish it, but Um, I did pick it up on a PSN sale last year they had like the main game with like the zombie expansion Undead Nightmare which I heard was really good it was like 10 bucks and I was like yeah this game was a lot of fun I hadn't beaten it so I have picked it up yet again since, but I've only gotten about maybe 40%. So of did
1: you it. lose your save data on your Xbox version? It's still then? on my Xbox version,
0: okay. but I've just kind of started over on the PS3. PS3. And so okay. I've had to mm-hmm. kind of work my way back through yeah. the game. And I want to play the zombie mode, but I hear it's spoilers. And I haven't had the main game spoiled for me yet. Some, somehow. somehow amazing. I've stayed spoiler free. I mean, I have a pretty good idea what's going to happen, but I haven't haven't a... Haven't gotten it spoiled, so... So, That's everyone in the be sure you spoil the game for Jeff I'm right not now. looking at the chat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I own the game. Obviously, Jeff mentioned that. Um, I own the uh, Game of the Year edition, so it's got both the uh, main game and the uh, DLC, the zombie mode and everything. Sweet. And I've played most of the game, but unlike Jeff, um, my brothers were playing this about the same time as I was, and mm-hmm. my older brother actually beat the game before i did and i happened to be in the room when he beat the game oh no so i mean i was i was probably a good 60 or 70 percent into the game and then he beat it in front of me and I just didn't have as much of a desire to go back and yeah. play through the same Your things I already just know how this ends. <laughs> so i mean i will go i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna play through it before red dead redemption 2 comes out and finish it for myself um, I will have to restart because my 360 data was deleted. Um, oh, I deleted oh. some of it to make space for other games, and just kind of lost track of what
0: yeah. I was deleting. So now you are the same as me. You got to go through it again. <laughs> well,
1: hopefully, <laughs> yeah. it's been so long that you don't remember every detail, and yeah. you can kind of play through it and enjoy it.
2: Yeah, I remember at least after like the end of the game, and like after the credits and all that stuff. I remember playing all you know, my brother playing all that stuff. So I know how it ends, and yeah. I know that. You know, leave and it I remember, it, you know, remember some of the basic quests and stuff, but I, I'll, I'll go back and play it. I enjoyed playing as a cowboy, and mm-hmm. I love the game. So I'll definitely go back and play it through and yeah. enjoy it for the second time through, but Wait, yeah,
1: I have played most of it. So you can play past the credits? That's what Yeager is saying in the chat. Is yes, that you can. What?
2: And it is a total huge, big spoiler, so I'm not going to say right. anything. Yeah,
0: no more.
1: On, so... Play past the credits. Apparently, <laughs> it's not
0: over, and apparently, a bunch of people thought it was good. No, it keeps going on for like several Jager. hours. Well, I'm excited to do that eventually. For me, the game wasn't really ever about finishing the story; it was just about the experiences. Sure. I mean, it's um, a oh yeah,
1: oh, yeah. Rockstar sandbox game, so it's yeah. more about just kind of what you do in the world, etc. Yeah. Cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Yeah, I've never liked like the GTA games and stuff like that. Like, I've never bought any of them. I've never really been super interested in them. But, like, this game is, like, kind of like GTA, but it's in the wild, wild west, and you're a cowboy, which I love, like, the western cowboy setting, like, we kind of talked about. And so, like, it totally works for me. Like, GTA, I'm like, I don't want to be, like, a modern, you know, gangster person with cops everywhere. I want to be, like, a cowboy (laughs) running around the sheriff's eye on me, and I can lose him (laughs) if I ride my horse fast Still, Still
1: not my favorite Rockstar game, though. My favorite Rockstar game is Bully. Bully is a great game.
0: Bully is a great game. Reliving your childhood of being a Bully. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm like living my childhood of uh, getting beat up by bullies, but you know. <laughs> However, you want to um, take it out that way. I
2: think that's one thing that Rockstar does really well. I mean, I have played GTA, um, I played 4 and 3, and I've played, not all the way through, but I played a, not much of the plot, and I've played Red Dead Revolver, which most people didn't even realize was the prequel to Red Dead yeah. Redemption, yes. which came out during the PS2 generation. So fun fact there. Wow, nice. And I've played bully and stuff. But you know, I think one of the things that Rockstar does really good in their or well in their games is just the open world freedom of just wandering around and doing kind of whatever your little mind can set itself yeah. to. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. That's why I really like the like playing GTA, I don't really like the story much. I don't really like a lot of the moral choices and stuff, you know, like the strippers and that sort of thing. Um, but I do really enjoy driving a car around and getting chased by the police for several hours and seeing <laughs> how high you can go on your level.
1: I don't know what other people do, but the only time I've ever played GTA, every time I've just driven around and run over people. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. I mean, that's like the point of those games was to take people and tie them to train tracks or you to can run do over then pedestrian. Yeah, You can't go
0: on a rampage through downtown in your pickup truck. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Well, you can, but only once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, cool. I think, that, think that's a good pick, Nathan. And I think that's kind of inspired all of us to go back and play that game. So, so thank all you. Right. Thank you for sharing cool. that. Cool, yeah. Once I beat Fallout um, 3. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds sounds like uh, some of the guys in our chat, Jaeger's beating it. Um, uh, I think Steven needs to, needs to pick that game up and play it. But we'll see. But uh, let us know. Um, did you beat Red Dead? Um, what was your uh, favorite, favorite part of the game? Let us know on our uh, Twitter, at and Games. So, moving into our final segment, segment number four, what we're playing this week. Rob, start us off. All right, so
2: I've been continuing my fiasco in Batman Arkham Knight. <laughs> the fiasco. I am so close. I am so close to beating it. Like, I have one more wanted mission to beat besides the regular challenges, which I'm not going to do. And then... I'm like 90 percent done of Rob, the story. You're so
0: close! Just I mean, like the game. literally.
2: No, all I have to do right now is I have to. There's a character at the end of one of the missions I have to fight, and I'm gonna fight him, and then I'll just play through the main story the rest of the time, and
0: cool. I'll beat it.
2: I'll beat it by next next time for yeah, sure. The, I really um, like the endings. I'm I said really that excited. like two times ago.
0: I'm really excited to hear your thoughts. You said, on yeah. You said that like three weeks in a row, I think.
2: Yeah, no. I keep being, I keep getting really busy and then I'm only able to play for like an hour here or there. Yeah. And so yeah.
0: this makes me really excited when I think about the ending of that game. Cause I, I beat it like in like the first month that it came out. What was it? Like June,
1: 2015. Like yeah.
0: yeah. So I, I really liked it, but just, I obviously I haven't replayed the entire game through all the bosses again. I've just kind of been, you know, cleaning up the collectibles and stuff. So
2: yeah, cool. Um, I also played uh, Sunless Sea uh, again. uh, The indie, tile, and it's a really dark game.
1: Well, there's no sun, so I would believe it.
2: Well, I mean, the whole point of the game is... It is Halloween so we'll talk about some Halloween games here in a moment but the whole point of the Sunless Sea game is that uh, London has sunk underground basically or underwater and you are driving around a sub or a ship in the bottom of the ocean you fight creatures and stuff it's like a rogue it's a roguelike game so you can die and then you restart as a different character and um, it's really like there's an insanity level and like there you have a running so journal in the bottom of the
1: game and like loser. Or... Yeah, you can you can starve to death. You can
2: go insane. You can run out of fuel. You can resort to cannibalism. No. You can have your your uh, shipmates mutiny against you. You can mm-hmm. have your crew do all sorts of horrible things to you. You can do all sorts of horrible things to your crew. You can run quests, you can sell your soul to the devil, you can get eaten by a okay, giant. I, oh I mean Wait, it's really okay, dark. What
1: what type of game is this? Like what perspective is it played from? It's like top down. It's Top, uh, down, right? top down. Yeah. Okay. And is it like it's really, you're controlling a ship or like a single yeah. character? You're controlling a ship.
2: You're the ship's okay. captain. You get to take up quests and you sail. It's like an exploration game as well as quest doing and um building up your arsenal rpg type elements as well as roguelike as well as kind of horror it's actually really well done and it's really impressed me um that's why i keep going back to it because it actually is once you get into it it's kind of enjoyable to play but it seems like a real like if i just explained it like that it's a really weird concept
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i've heard a couple other people say really good things about it too so I would be it's only on Steam is that correct right now Uh yes Okay okay Yeah I don't have Steam no. I don't have Steam or really a good computer to be able to play games on so yeah. if it comes to anything else I would be oh, so you can trick that, that
2: it. up it's it's super fun it's really interesting it's really intriguing um it's just kind of a it's it
0: Sounds really fun I like yeah, to just, try it
2: I, I just keep going back to it and that's the thing like it also you know sounds really it, <laughs> It's really creepy It's really creepy but scary games. just one of those games I where you know you don't if a game has you keep to keep coming back to it, you know that's a good sign. Yes. Um,
0: good.
2: Another game I played. So this week for Halloween, uh, we decided that we were all going to try and throw something up on our YouTube channel, which we actually have a YouTube channel now. Yeah. Um, it is Hey Listen Gamescast. And we uh, decided we were all going to stream some type of horror game, depending on what we had in our library. And I actually was trying to get some games to run on my computer, but really funny, I, I started up one of the games, I'm like, oh, I'm running at like 50 uh, frames per second. That's not too bad. I fired up my uh, broadcasting thing, and I dropped down to seven frames
1: per second. <laughs> <back. laughs> that's doable, all right? <laughs> uh, I, like, jerky. Well, I guess
2: that's not going to work. So I ended up playing that's a little cool. bit of Left 4 Dead. Um, I've played Left 4 Dead before on Xbox, but it was kind of fun to play it on a computer. And nice. Yeah, oh, you were playing on a fun. PC? Yeah, I played oh, on nice. computer,
1: yeah.
2: okay. So it was super cool, and it was kind of fun.
0: I don't know how well I, I did streaming, but <laughs> I put it up there. <laughs> yeah, those games are always fun to uh, uh, go back and play for a little bit. Yeah,
1: they're um, fun when you have... made s- by Valve, is yeah. that right? Yes, it is Valve. Okay, that's why there's never been a third
0: one. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Valve doesn't believe in three. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I put a stream up in a video on our YouTube as well. Uh, I put a poll up on Twitter saying, okay, these are the kind of the couple spooky type games that I have, which one you want me to play. And then Anthony from Progress Party, he's like, oh, none of these games are even spooky so other than Resident Evil. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't buy horror games. I don't <laughs> usually like scary games. I True. Uh, but uh, I ended up streaming Resident Evil. That's the one that won my uh, poll. It was the free game on PS Plus last month. And uh, it was my first time ever playing Resident Evil. So it was kind of interesting in that aspect i only got about 45 minutes into it though i uh, i couldn't really do longer that it was it was pretty confusing it's kind
1: of like a almost like a point and click adventure yeah right? it was it's made it, in the 90s it's very similar, yeah, it's like kind, a point-and-click,
0: the first like, one was very puzzle oriented the camera doesn't move it's not dynamic it just it kind of sits in a room the, once you get to the end of the room or open a door then it loads you into like a new image that you kind of walk around um it, it was remade um a few years back i think for, the ps2 or ps3 and then they kind of ported that onto ps4 now um so it does look better than the you know the crappy polygon resident evil one that originally came out in 1996 or 7 or whatever it was um but yeah it was it was interesting it was kind of spooky there's a couple parts that were kind of grossed me out um but you died a couple times i died a few times I, I died in the very first zombie. I felt like a failure. But <laughs> it was um, awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was pretty funny. So you can check that out. It's it's on our YouTube channel there. We'll also tweet out the channel. Uh, we'll pin it we'll pin it to our Twitter so it's sure. easy for you guys That'll to see. Yeah, yeah. that would that would be yeah. the best. Uh, but yeah, we'll we are looking to put maybe, you know, a video or two up every week, put some um, additional content up there for you guys if you are interested. I was thinking it'd be fun to maybe like do like a speed run of like an old game. Like I'm not a speedrunner by any means, but like just Pick just an old game that I like we and just see how do fast it. I can like blow through it. I um, could I think that'd be fun to do.
1: Speed run, um
0: Red Dead Redemption?
1: No. <laughs> I was thinking like the first level of Mario. And by speed run, I mean run into the Goomba and see how fast I could die at the very first part.
0: <laughs> yes, I got one second to start. <laughs> Woo! Um Yeah, so so let us know uh what kind of content do you want to see from us on YouTube? Um we'd love to bring you guys some more stuff to interact with us on there on youtube so anyways for me I, like i said played resident evil um i had a great gaming achievement this week very proud nathan was there to witness it i
1: was this was crazy
0: mario 3d world i beat the champions road level which is like the final the end all of end all levels for like mario 3d games and it is just this crazy gauntlet of challenges there's no checkpoints i got to like the very final room where you basically are on these uh uh, speed pads that like make you go extra fast, and there's all these like lasers coming out at you. So you're moving extra fast, so it's hard to control, and you can fall off the edge very easily. And you're dodging like six different sets of like laser circles that are coming out. So it's just it's really really tricky. Uh, but I finally beat it. I got this great sense of accomplishment, and like that's what Mario's are great at, you know, that sense of accomplishment. So. I felt really good about myself, and I beat it with Mario. It wasn't Peach Rosalina, someone who made it easier. I didn't use a cat suit or any of that crap. <laughs> I beat it just plain Mario, and I, I felt really good about yeah, it. Yeah, so. it
1: took you, what, like maybe two hours or –
0: It was a lot. I, two it, or three I, hours. It was so. on my, my third session, so yes. I played it for about about a half hour one day. Then I took a break for about a week and then played it for maybe about like an hour or something and then took another break, and then I beat it after about another hour or two. So. Yeah. Um, it's a I. You, couldn't you get tried past it. The first,
1: <laughs> I couldn't get past the first uh, kind of part of the level. So I mean, I'm terrible <laughs> at Mario games in general, but it was, it was really, really hard.
0: Yeah, it was really fun. it was, so really it was fun. very impressive. So that was awesome. That was my highlight of the week. Uh, then also been going back playing some Donkey Kong Country 2, which is one of my all-time favorite games. I've uh, been kind of going back and uh, just kind of looking for, like, some of the collectibles. Like, there's some collectibles that I know from when I was a kid, like the back of my hand, but, like, I realized this week that I haven't actually – you know, found every single thing in that game. So kinda of going back and rediscovering that game and trying to find all the little things I didn't find as a kid. Um and then me and Nathan went and saw the original Pokemon movie in theaters this weekend. That was a great experience. That was guys. awesome. So I forgot I, gotta about a shout all the side parts of that movie. <laughs> yeah, like Ash is like turned into stone and Pikachu's like slowly trying to resuscitate with no like <laughs> I don't remember this.
1: Like I think I blocked this out of my memory as a kid because it was too sad.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So that that was a fun experience. We brought our 3ds's and we we're playing in the movie theater beforehand. So jump back into Pokemon X and uh, I think think I might get Pokemon Center Moon. So yeah, it's got your hooks in you, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, I I think I might do that, and uh, it was fun kind of jumping back in there, yes. playing some, a little bit more Pokemon. Um, it'd be it'd be fun to. That again,
1: so fun fact Pokemon is the only game that I can beat Jeff at.
0: <laughs> it's true, you, you beat me in, in our battle that we had, yeah. Beat so, me like two battles, didn't you? Yeah, two or three. You were losing legendaries, though, to be fair.
1: Uh, oh, I did. Oh, I did use a legendary because, uh, oh, did the GameStop promotion end now since November? Probably, sadly. But uh, in October you could get Volcanian, which is a new kind of legendary. Yeah, it's it's like, fire and water and fire. It's like crazy. This, it has
0: like a steam move, that one shot. It like, oh <laughs> my god, like what is going on? <laughs> yes,
1: but uh, thanks anyways. a lot, GameStop. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so I played. Is that everything you played this week? Yeah, know? that's bad. Yeah, so I played some. I was actually playing uh, Alpha Sapphire, but I played that with Jeff a little bit when we saw the movie, which was fun. But my time has mainly con- been consumed by uh, the Skyrim Legendary Edition uh, that came out this past Friday, October 28th. So I picked Skyrim. it up day one uh, for $60. I <laughs> traded in a couple of games to get it, so I only ended up paying like $20 <laughs> of my own money, which made me feel better, better about it. But Wait, how much did you pay for the original Skyrim? Did you pay I buy that for long? I think I paid it for like, I think I got it for like 55 So it was about like 60 oh, nice. So. Yeah, so I spent like 120 dollars on that game. <laughs> but I got it. Um, is it, it worth looks, it though? So far, it is completely worth it, um, because um, I never got any of the three DLC packs that came out back in the day, um, and so it, the special edition comes with all the DLC, which is cool. I'm cool. um, excited to check out. I started one of the excuse me, one of the quests for that, um, the Dragonborn Quest. Um, which seems like it's going to be a really, really cool quest. You get to be get birthed a, by a dragon? No, you get to go back to, um, actually, to the island of uh, Morrowind, which the third game um, takes place in. Um, yeah. So you get to go back there and kind of explore, which is really cool. Cool. Um, so I'm excited to do that. But so far, I've put, I've played it every day for at least two or three hours. I think I played, it like, five or six hours on Friday. So. You're crazy. But I am up to level 12. I am playing a um, kind Only of 12. Only level 12. Is this slow progression in that
2: game? Um, well, all, the, all the games by Sadia are pretty slow.
1: Yeah. Um, it starts out pretty fast, and it kind of levels off. And I've just kind of been taking my time and enjoying it. Cool. Um, they, did, I'm impressed with how much they did with it. I haven't had... The best thing about it so far is the load times are way better. Like, back on PS3, 360, load times were about 30 to 45 seconds, yeah. sometimes even a minute. And now they're like maybe, like, five to and ten it, seconds And it's not buggy? Most. I remember
0: the ps version was buggy when you were... Uh, I have
1: it. not run into... I've put, I think, like, ten hours into it or something like that. I haven't run into any bugs yet, nice. um, which has been nice. Oh, so, yeah, I remember that. Right, I I ended up having to restart the really game really a couple times. I guess yeah. that. 3 it was really choppy for a while and stuff like that, especially before they patched it, so... Cool. But, yeah,
0: enjoying I mean, that. I hope <laughs> there wouldn't be any bugs <laughs> if it's been released five years later. Yeah. Should yeah. have that
1: ironed up. I So it's been fun. I'm playing a Hunter... Um, woodland elf class which um, so I'm using like bow and kind of stealth and stuff like
0: that. Watching which... you try to shoot your arrows at the dragon <laughs> oh my flying above you when you are streaming was hilarious. <laughs> yeah I streamed
1: the other day and I am still getting the hang of it because last time I played I played like a heavy uh, like one handed character so I just basically go up and melee everyone so <laughs> getting used to the bow is uh, taking some time I <laughs> still haven't killed more than one dragon which is like kind of you have to in the beginning of the game for one of the quests that frost
0: dragon you're finding would look pretty tough so yeah i don't blame you
1: yeah but um i'm enjoying it i i'm excited to go back and play it some more so for me it's completely worth it um i'm really enjoying kind of just i love the music in it is fantastic um i it looks really pretty like they did a really good job with retexturing stuff and like the water graphics on it are crazy now stuff so yeah um definitely if you haven't played Skyrim, I would recommend it. Or if you want to pick it up, I'd say probably wait for a sale if you don't want to pay $60, which is completely understandable. So, but yeah. A lot of fun. And that's basically everything i played this week. I did play a little bit of Overwatch, but I play Overwatch pretty much every week. Yeah, same so. with me.
0: <laughs> I, I was trying to get a uh, few few more chances at some of the uh, Halloween loot boxes before it ended today. Yes. So, play that a little bit. But, cool. Alright, well, I think that about wraps up our show. Uh, before we... Uh, head out. Um, just want to leave you guys with a couple plugs. Be sure to follow us on Twitter like we've said at heylisten underscore games. You can find uh, our uh, personal Twitters on our page there as well. Um, you can listen to this show live on Spreaker just like Jager and Stephen did today. Um, you can join us in the chat and just uh, be a part of our live show. Rob's really good at kind of moderating the chat and interacting with us yes. there too, Rob. So uh, yeah, yeah, normally I have my, my
2: phone up and I'm I'm. Uh, a little quieter because normally I'm reading people's comments and shooting yeah. comments back and trying to, yeah. trying to keep our fans happy. Exactly. So we're
0: reading what you guys are saying as we're broadcasting. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Additionally, you can also listen to us on iTunes. You can uh, find us on the podcast app, on iTunes. You can subscribe to us there, and uh, when we finish our episode, you can uh, have it downloaded to your device. You can listen to it on your uh, way to work or anywhere else you uh, would like to. So sure to follow us on itunes as well if uh you can't tune in for the live show and like i said our youtube channel you can find us at uh and games cast uh we will also tweet out the leak on our the link on the, our twitter there so you guys can have access but we're looking to hopefully do a little bit of streaming on there and putting out some other yeah. video content for you guys to kind of enjoy so anything else uh, you guys like to say before we uh head out
1: I might stream Skyrim. So look for that if you want to watch <laughs> suck.
0: You gotta love it in a sec. You got to love an uh swag uh, Skyrim stream. That'll yes. be fun. So.
1: <laughs>
0: cool. Well, we will be leaving you today with um, a uh, song titled Fun Factory. It's from an iOS game called Bean Dreams. One of my old uh, college roommates, Caleb, uh, showed me some of the music. It's got a, got a cool Genesis vibe. So with that, have a good week, and we will talk to you next next Tuesday. Yeah. yeah